All right. Well, hey, welcome Antelope Valley Church here in, uh, in uh, Antelope Valley Church. We're glad that you're tuning in today. We're uh, recording our, our service today. Uh, just a couple of things that we've done already. We've already taken care of um, praise and prayer, and we've sung a couple of songs here. And I want you to know, uh, Antelope Valley Church, that you've been prayed over today. We have... Uh, um, uh, ask the Lord and petition the Lord for your protection and for your, for His uh, Spirit to lift you up and to strengthen you in your inner man. And so today, uh, we're coming to you by audio and um, a couple things we're going to have here today. Bobby's going to do an offering here a little bit. I'm going to do a, a message and we're going to close at the end and we, and we hope you enjoy our service today and are encouraged and strengthened by it. And so, um, we welcome you to our podcast and welcome you to our audio on our internet and uh, thankful that you're being a part of church right there in your home or wherever you're at listening to the audio and um, uh, participate and just worship the Lord with us here. We're grateful for that. So, Bobby, come on up. You're going to lead us in an offering. All right. Thank you. Make my way up here so I can set my book down. I'm going to go with uh, comes out of uh, Matthew Matthew uh, 17:20 and it says so Jesus said to them because of your unbelief assuredly I say to you if you have faith as a mustard seed you will you will say to this mountain move from here to there and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. And so what they're trying to say here in this is, um, Jesus says our faith is in God is like a, a seed. We put our faith into action. That is, when we release it to God, it takes on a totally new nature. It takes on the name of a miracle in the making. So what he's saying first here, you know, first, God says, like in Romans 12, 3, that if you have a measure of faith, it is resident within you. And then second, God says in Romans 10:17, that this faith comes alive by hearing the word of God. And third, here in Matthew in 17:20, it says that you can apply your faith to see your daily needs met. You do something as an act of your faith. You sow the mustard seed. Sometimes your faith, you know, sometimes your faith, you move it into action or love. Then when your faith has been planted and is growing, speak to your mountain and watch God set about its renewal. I'm going to go ahead and let's pray over the offering here. Um, we can uh, mention too that what is it? What's our address here? 1950 Ranch Road. 1950 Dear Lord, we thank you for the gifts that you give us. We thank you that you uh, entrust us with these, that we are your uh, 
we're the people that, that watch over these and that we know that it all comes from you. We know that you have, you know, instilled in us the faith to move mountains and that, you know, we can apply that faith as we go along in these next few weeks and months or, you know, however long it lasts, that we are able to uh, grasp hold of your word and apply it to our daily lives. And in your name, I pray and say, Amen. 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 Thank you, Bobby. Praise God. There's one little phrase in it that Bobby mentioned there. I'd like to just remind us again of what you say. He mentioned a little word in there that caught the little phrase. If we can have what we say, or if we say to this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, we can have whatsoever we say in Jesus' name. Amen. And so uh, I want to continue on today this morning with uh, the God kind of love. And the subtitle of that is Casteth Out Fear. The God kind of love casteth out fear. And so today uh, we want to talk a little bit about fear. Uh, we're going to use a couple other scriptures there before we get to there. Jeremiah 31 and John, 1 John chapter 4 will be our scriptures uh, for the day. But, um, you know, it's good to have a little bit of fear. You know, when I like to say it this way. I had a brother um, that he was scared of the dark. If it was dark outside, he did not want to go outside in the dark at all without somebody with him or without a big bright light, you know. <laughs> well, that's a little bit the wrong kind of fear, really, because, you know, I mean, unless there's a tiger, unless you're in the woods and there's a tiger or a bear or a snake or something out there, you're, you know, the dark doesn't really bother me at all. But then there's a good kind of fear, you know, like if I was walking up to a cliff and and um, I just kept walking out and didn't care nothing about the edge of that cliff. I would I, that, that would I'd be good if I had a little bit of fear of the height of that cliff, so that it would keep me from walking over over that cliff. But um, so there's two different kinds of fear there. My brother he had a little bit of a phobia, you know, a phobia type fear, and uh, he never really kind of got over that. But um, uh, so we don't want to have the phobia type fear because God has not given us a spirit of fear. He has given us a spirit of love and a sound mind. And I, I, I got on on the Internet and I looked up the definition. I, you know, I'm kind of kind of a little bit of a Google Googleologist. You know, I like to look things up and kind of see what what Google says about things. But this is a this what I want to read here is a pretty nice little definition of our relationship towards our father, God. And so I'll read it. It says this, a feeling created when two souls are easily drawn together in life. Once together, there is something created that is so beautiful and strong that people fear, admire, and envy it. How many of you know that'd be a good thing? Well, our relationship with the Lord can can help us to be this way. When, when you have found that person, they suddenly become the world to you. How many of you know God's our world? The Lord Jesus Christ is our world. We worship him. We hold him above everything else. And he's our king and he's our Lord. Uh, they, the light, they light your way. In other words, they're talking about a natural relationship through life and never give up when things get tough. You can't help. But put them on a pedestal of admiration, always complimenting and telling them how absolutely amazing they are. Making a sacrifice for them is no struggle. If that is what you know, you must do to be together. How about that? Making a sacrifice for our Father God is no struggle. 
if we know that he wants us to live a certain way, we don't mind laying our life down and living for him. So uh, you want nothing more than to share life, home and family and the guaranteed happiness of this future. You're able to always say, I love you and know deep down in your heart of hearts that this is real. So with that love, you are strong enough to go through anything you're faced with. And with it is all you will ever need. If the world stops spinning or if the sun never shines again, you will have that love always. Now, how many of you know that that's kind of coming from a natural standpoint? But that's also the way you and I can look at our relationship with God the Father. Because he never leaves us, never forsakes us, never, uh, never, he's all, we're always on his mind, right? Now, you and I, we're humans, we're living on the earth, but, uh, so sometimes, you know, if we're not careful, we'll look at the circumstances rather than, uh, keeping our faith and adoring him and, you know, giving honor and glory to him for anything that comes our way in Jesus' name. So let's look in uh, Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 33 once again. It's kind of been our capstone um, verse there. But this is the promise that I will make to Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my teaching inside of them, and I will write those teachings in their hearts. I will be their God, and they will be my people. So there we have a promise there that God is going to put his teaching, his law, his love uh, inside of the human being, inside the human heart. And that's a good thing, right? And he says then that they will be my people, <laughs> right? So we can say with boldness and with confidence that we are God's people. We can say that God is our father. God is our beloved. He is our father God. He's our sustainer. He's our keeper. He's our helper. He's our uh, advocate. He's uh, at the right hand of the father interceding for us today. And so we can take comfort in that. So that is what is in the believer. The believer has that God kind of love inside of them. Now I just want to reemphasize that. And then also, let's go over to John, 1 John chapter 4, verse 16. 1 John chapter 4, verse 16. And uh, we want to go, we're going to read the first, um, uh, the 16 through 18 is kind of going to be our topic all, all the rest of the, the rest of the message today. And uh, we want to look at this and, um, and talk about the difference between the love and the fear here. And let's just read it and then we'll make some comments on it. Point number two, we should know and believe the God kind of love. So let's read the verse there, 1 John 4, 16. And we have known and we have believed the love that God hath to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in him. And so here we have a verse that if you notice those uh, first two um Action words that we have known and we have believed. So those are past tense. Those are past tense words. We have known and we have believed. And so what does that stem from? That stems from our salvation. That stems from we know that God has saved us. We know that God has redeemed us. We know that he lives inside of us. We know, uh, we, we know that, right? We know that God has forgiven us for our sins. We know that God has uh, redeemed our life from destruction. We know that God has crowned us with loving kindness and tender mercies. Uh, we know that God has satisfied our mouth with good things. Right? 
And so that means that if he has done that, guess what we have done? We, we have to have believed that. And that's where we, that's where our relationship comes from. Out of that relationship, out of that inner part inside of us, it comes from that. We believe what God says. We believe His Word above anything, any circumstance. We believe what His Word says above all else. Uh, everything that comes with salvation, we believe it. We have uh, the promise of, of those things. And so I want to emphasize that we have known and we have believed. And so then from there, we come out of that, that relationship and that belief and that faith in God that we have been saved, that we have been that. We're in the sanctification process for the rest of our life, right? But for the salvation part, for the saved part, it's a settled deal. It's a done deal. Uh, when you and I take our last breath, in other words, we're headed to heaven. Our body's going to, uh, I like what Jeannie said, uh, you know, when I go uh, get a grave plot, I'm just going to rent it because it's just, just going to be a temporary thing. I'm not going to need it very long. <laughs> right? And so that, that part is settled. We're done. We know that when, when this life is over, our soul and our spirit is going to be forever with the Father God. Right? And then one day our bodies, and our, our, our bodies are going to be resurrected immortal. They're going to be a, a eternal body that is uh, that is united with our eternal soul and our eternal spirit, and we're going to be one. And uh, you know, we're we're not going to just be sitting up there not doing anything in heaven. We're going to be up there, uh, you know, conducting things for the Lord. Praise the Lord, and in His presence, no sin, no sickness, no disease, none of that's going to be there at all. It's going to be all the affirmation of heaven. And we know that's a done deal. That's a settled deal, right? We believe that. We know that. So that's the point that John's making here. He says, you get this down there. You know, you believe, you've got that settled. That's a done deal. Amen? And so we can, we can take confidence. We can place our faith and we can, we can place our hope in that. Because, so then that takes away the fear of, fear of death and those things. Okay, so point number three. The God kind of love has boldness. <laughs> so if we know for sure... That we are spending eternity with heaven. How many of you know that could make us pretty doggone bold? Right? That could make us pretty bold. Let's read John chapter uh, 4 verse 17. Herein is our love made perfect. That we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. Now that, that's a heavy ready. As God is. So are we in this world, right? So we can take this scripture and we can say, uh, I can know the thoughts of the Lord. I can know the leading of the Lord. I can uh, know what he asking me to do. I can, I can, I can say, uh, I need your help today, Lord. You said in this verse that just as you are, so are we in this world, <laughs> Right? So just as God is, so are we in this world. And so if I am just like God is in this world, then I have to have a relationship with him and I have to, you know, press into him and train my mind to think the way he thinks and speak uh, my mouth out of my heart the same thing that he says about my situation. And guess what happens? Then he watches over that to perform it and the answer is, is there. 
Just as he is in the world, so are we. Amen. Herein is our love made perfect. So, if we have known and we have believed our love for God, in other words, has been made perfect. It is perfect. The perfect love of God is in our hearts. Amen. If we have known and we have believed. And then this says that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. We can have boldness in the day of judgment. Amen. Why? Because Jesus took our judgment. Jesus took our wrath. Jesus took our punishment. That punishment and that judgment and that wrath of the Father was placed on him. And so we don't have to have fear of judgment. We don't have to have fear of, uh, of God, you know, uh, wiping us off. Why? Because we're believers. Amen? Now that doesn't mean we're not going to face circumstances like we're facing right now. We're facing circumstances, right? Well, <laughs> we're facing some circumstances. We're having to make some changes. But praise God. Uh, we can have faith and we can have boldness in these situations. Amen? We can have faith and we have boldness in these times. When we see others that are fearful, when we see others that, you know, oh my gosh, it's the end of the world. Well, praise God. Let it come. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, you're, you, you know, you're right. Guess what, man? Jesus is coming pretty soon. Praise God. You know what's going to happen when he comes? Uh, that grave's going to open up for the believer and I'm leaving. <laughs> so we can have boldness in the day of judgment. Who cares? I, you know, Right? We can have boldness. We can have faith in this day, today. We can have that, praise God. We don't have to, we don't have to yield to fear. We don't have to, you know, cow down to, to things that uh, other, others are saying in the earth. We, we, we have boldness because we have been redeemed from the curse of the law. We've been redeemed from all of that. God is not placing judgment. Now, I want to teach a balanced message. Praise God. If you're living in willful, knowing sin, uh, go ahead and just get right with God. And just get right back underneath his protection. And just get your life right back underneath with God. And, that, and from right then, God says, I forgive you. Come on into my life. Get disciple. Get rooted and grounded in, the, in God's word and his love. And hey, you, God, I'll pull you through anything that you're going through. Amen? God says he'll do that. And so that gives me boldness. That gives me boldness because I know the answer. <laughs> Amen. Now, you know, I mean, you know, some, some say, you know, it's judgment. Well, if you're living in sin... If you're if you're if you're living in willful knowing sin and you like darkness better than you like the light and the things of the Lord, duh, <laughs> you're serving the devil. If you're serving the devil, guess what he's gonna do? He's gonna try to destroy you. He's gonna deceive you. He's gonna mock you. He's gonna make fun of you. And he's gonna put things on you, and you're gonna think it's God. That's not God. Praise God. It's the devil doing things that's bad. Amen. So. You know, that, that gives me boldness today that I can know. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. And so do you. Amen. Amen. You know for sure God has saved you. He's redeemed you. He's put your, uh, you, redeemed your life from destruction. Amen. That's the believer's promise. And we can have boldness about that. We can talk about that. We can renew our mind with that. We can think about that. And guess what sickness and disease has got to do? It has to die in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 
It's got to die in Jesus' name. All right, praise God. So I'm just saying that. Be bold. <laughs> you're at home, be bold, man. You're at home, take the blood of Jesus and cover your house with it. Cover your kids with it. Cover your community with it. Plead the blood of Jesus over that thing and get out of it and it can't come into your place. Amen. Praise God. All right, let's go on. The God kind of love casteth out fear. Okay, so John chapter 4, verse 18. There is no fear in love. So we can look at this first little phrase in, in, in here and we can see if we're living in fear, guess what? The, the God kind of love is not fully manifested itself in our body, in our mind, in our spirit. <laughs> right? So the God kind of love is there, but we have to stir, we, we, we can tap into it. We can yield to it and we can uh, refresh it. We can uh, well, cooperate with the God kind of love. God is not putting this on me. God is not doing this to me at all. This is natural circumstances. A lot of it just natural circumstances that, that this thing is, you know, running rapid with. And whatever circumstance you're facing may not be coronavirus. It may not be any of that at all. But maybe you've got some other kind of fear. God says, if you have fear... Uh, there is no fear in, in love. In the God kind of love, there's no fear at all. No fear of man. No fear of sickness and disease. No fear of death. Don't care if I die. That, praise God. I, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> Don't care. Amen. <laughs> he says here, there is no fear in love at all. And so if even this, if, if I fear man's opinion of me, I guess what? That's not that's not perfect love. Because how many of you know when you're bold, you're gonna you're gonna face a little repercussion. Because we're gonna run into people that have that, that that like darkness better than they like the light. And we're if we're the light, who do you think you know? Right? We're gonna have a little little pushback. But we just stay bold and we stay hooked up with that, and we just walk in the love of God. Amen. <laughs> We just keep walking in love. We just keep walking in the God kind of love because that perfect love that God has placed inside of us drives out fear. So there's no fear here. Amen. There is no fear here at all. Not not afraid of anything. Well, perfect love casts out fear. So if we're fearful, just go ahead and walk in love. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, it's a whole lot easier. There you go. That's right. It's a whole lot easier just to go ahead and walk in love and not worry about the circumstances. Why? Because then I don't have to worry about what I said. I don't have to lie to protect another lie, right? I can just walk in love and speak the truth and be blessed in Jesus' name, right? I just keep on trucking, keep on walking in love, and keep on going with the things of the Lord. There is no fear in love. Perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. So, we just got to do a checkup from the heart up. <laughs> Amen. We just check up from the heart up, and if we're walking in perfect love, there is no fear there. It can't abide there. It can't. It can't stay there. That tormenting fear, in other words. I want to um, uh, read a little um, something here from one of the um, commentators. There, I think it's Albert Barnes. We must not suppose that the love of God shed abroad in the heart is ever imperfect in itself. It is only so in degree. There may be a less or greater degree of what perfect 
in itself. So it is with respect to the love which the followers of God have. They may have measures or degrees of perfect love without its fullness. There is nothing imperfect in the love of God, whether it be considered as existing in himself or as communicated to his followers. We are not supposed that the love of God casts out every kind of fear, and that's what we talked about when we began the message. God's God's perfect love is not going to make me, uh, you know, keep me from being afraid of that cliff that we talked about. God's perfect love is not going to keep me from, uh, you know, uh, trying to breathe underwater. (laughs) Put it that way. How many of you know that 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 wouldn't be, you know, I mean, so the God kind of love, that's not, in other words, that's not what we're talking about. The God kind of love is we don't have fear of phobias. We don't, we're not phobic, you know, of, of any kind of disease or sickness or, 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 you know, man, we're not afraid of man. We're not, we're not those things. That, that, that's, that's what he's talking about here, right? We still have the good fear. You know, kids, we teach them when they're young that, um, you know, that, that stove over there is hot. That frying pan's hot. Uh, and if sometimes old kids, they don't listen and, and they just want to say, well, I don't know if that, I don't know what that exactly means. And they go touch that and they get burned and they figure out, okay, that's a little hot over there, right? And so we know that's a, that's a good fear that we don't touch that frying pan, right? And kids learn that. And so, um, nor does it cast out that fear which is so necessary for the preservation of life, which we were just talking about. So, um, I just want to remind us again today that the God kind of love in the human heart, in the human soul, uh, is, is, is ours. And the God kind of love casts out fear. The God kind of love uh, keeps us from having uh, any, any fear of uh, any tragic things coming to us. <laughs> Amen? The God kind of love doesn't is not concerned about circumstances at all. The God kind of love is not concerned about, you know, uh, fear of man. God kind of love doesn't operate there. Uh, the God kind of love casteth out fear. Amen. The God kind of love is made perfect in the human soul and the human heart. And it casteth out fear. Praise God. That's a good word right there. And so this week, as we uh, go about our business, we go about it wisely. We go about it discreetly and we go about it that way. But we are not fearful for anything. Amen. We are looking for opportunities to encourage others, to build others up, to reach out to others and um, uh, see their circumstances. I want to read a song here. By Phil Driscoll. How <laughs> I many of you ever heard of Phil Driscoll before? All right, a few. <laughs> huh? Yeah, he's a trumpet player. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta do that for the um, thing there. Okay, and this is it. And and here he's talking about fear. With every drop of blood that fell that day, a billion tears of pain were washed away. 10,000 times 10,000 wars were won. There was nothing left to pay. 
Like the rain that washes earth and air, like a fountain flowing pure and clear, cleansing hearts and souls and minds of men, and tearing down the walls of fear. Just Jesus paid it all. Jesus paid it all. With every stripe and final sacrifice, Jesus paid it all. One man hung suspended in the space, a power struggle for the human race. It bridged the gap between mankind and God and dying with amazing grace. With every drop of blood that fell that day, 10,000 tears were washed away. 10,000 times 10,000 wars were won till here there was nothing left to pay. Like the rain that washes the earth and air, like fountain flowing pure and clear, cleansing hearts and souls and minds of men and tearing down the walls of fear, Jesus paid it all. Jesus paid it all. With every stripe and final sacrifice. Amen? So there is no fear of my past showing up. There is no fear of God, you know, punishing me. Why? Because I'm a believer. And we are believers in Christ Jesus. And that blood cleansed me and you and every believer from all unrighteousness. It made us right with him again. And we can take comfort in that today. We can take comfort in diverse situations, in dire circumstances. Doesn't make any difference. Jesus paid the price for you and I to have boldness and to walk in perfect love that God has put in our hearts. Amen? Amen. Let's pray now. Father, we thank you so much today for your goodness and your grace. Lord, we just pray that this word would find its landing place in others' hearts as they listen to the podcast and listen to the audio there on our website. And Father, we just pray that it would take hold and take root and take grip and their, grip their hearts. And Father, that it would bring forth fruit, some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. That we would walk free and we would walk in boldness in these times. And Father, I just pray for everyone who is listening today to the audio, a podcast, and the, and the internet there. That you would speak to them, that you would bring them encouragement, that you would strengthen their inner man. And that they would come in agreement with your word. We thank you and we give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. And Bobby's going to go. Because earlier.